0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. Let's get it. All football all the time. You're listening to the best football show hosted by Elliot Barks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Short-Parks. Today is Friday, December 23rd, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll have a podcast soon where I'll read all the five-star reviews, all the different takes you guys have been leaving. All right playoffs are obviously coming up. We've been talking about that on the pod. Big games this weekend. We'll be talking about those uh, you know, on the day of the game this upcoming weekend. But a big day in the NFL as the Pro Bowl roster was announced uh, this week. And I know the Pro Bowl can be a bit of a controversial topic. I think of all the sports, it's somewhat viewed as the biggest kind of laughing stock of all the All-Star games and those type of things. And I think that's because of the game itself. Obviously, football is not meant for a pro bowl type format you don't want to see players get injured. There's too much. There's not a lot of continuity. The game's never good. I've always kind of been in the camp of it's still enjoyable to watch. I think sometimes football fans can be a bit annoying with the, Oh, it's Thursday night football. Such a terrible game as they watch the whole thing. Oh, it's the pro bowl. This is such a bad game as they watch the whole thing. We should just all admit that we like watching football. We like seeing these guys take the field and we like the storylines that comes from it. So, Ultimately, I like the Pro Bowl. I know it's changing the format this year. But however you feel about the game, whether you think it's a joke, pointless, important, whatever, the Pro Bowl roster does matter. I mean, it's just like the All-Star game in other sports. I mean, not to mention contractually, it can mean a lot for these players. But what it mostly means is the best of the best in their league at, at, at you know in their conference at their position it's who's been the best this year and I've always enjoyed the Pro Bowl rosters I've always enjoyed debating who's going to be on who's not and this year certainly was no disappointment I think they mostly got it right but as always there were some players I think should be on uh, some snubs left off they happen to mostly be in the NFC I actually thought the AFC did a better job of getting their rosters right than the NFC did. So we're gonna get into some players I think were the biggest Pro Bowl snubs. But first I want to talk about a few players that I'm happy made it. Uh, guys that are either first times or, you know, just deserved it. Are you worried they would might get snubbed, but they ended up making the team. The first one I want to talk about is Terry McLaurin of the Washington Commanders. I think he's been a criminally underrated receiver since he's come in the NFL. He's had terrible quarterbacking throughout his almost entire career. It's always changing. It's never the guy, let alone the same season, even within seasons. You know, he can have two, three quarterbacks. He changes quarterbacks almost every year. And all he's done is go out and be one of the best receivers in the NFL. I think if you just put him. If you put him on the Vikings for instance. I don't know if he put up the numbers that uh, Justin Jefferson does. But I think he plays much better than he does in Washington. If you put him with Patrick Mahomes. I think his numbers would be insane. I think when you look at his combination. Of route running. Hands. Physicality contested catches all those things i think terry mclaurin is one of the best receivers in the nfl and it was good to see him get recognized as such i think with the year washington has have has has had obviously with carson a quarterback switching to uh Taylor Heineke, I mean, that you know the, that's not the best quarterbacking play you're going to get if you're a receiver, so I'm happy to see he made it, and I'm, ha- I'm happy the league and the fans did the right thing by putting him on. The other one is Sauce Gardner. I think sometimes with rookies, it can be hard for them to get the acknowledgement they deserve. The Pro Bowl can be pretty political in terms of names getting on, guys that have had great careers, you know, sometimes towards the end, automatically get on even if they're not, not having that kind of year. Sauce Gardner has had a lockdown number one cornerback type of year. If you look at why the Jets have been good this year, it's not been the offense, it's not been the quarterbacking, it's been the defense, and it's been the play of of Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner has been huge on that defense. He locks down the number one receiver week after week. Sauce so is happy that he got the recognition he deserved, and it wasn't left off. You get what I mean, I know that... Again, it can be a political thing. Guys can get on just because of their names. But sometimes that means guys like Sauce Gardner don't get as many Pro Bowl nods as they should. Or when their career is over, they're short two or three because they had to wait until their third or fourth year to get in happy that didn't happen with Sauce Gardner. He definitely deserved a spot in the Pro Bowl. The other one, and this is, you know, not exactly uh, an underdog story, but Jamar Chase, he missed some time this year. Obviously, he had, to, to some degree, a better year last year, played more games. But when he's played this year, he's been almost as good as he was last year. He's been a big part of the Cincinnati Bengals' resurgence over the second half of the year leading into the playoffs as they look like one of the best teams in the AFC again. But I also think Jamar Chase getting in speaks to what the Pro Bowl should be. It should be the best players, and I'm not saying it should be totally fan voted. But everybody wants to see Jamar Chase. He's exciting. He's one of the best young receivers in the league. Ton of personality, great personality. Jamar Chase is who should be in these Pro Bowl type of games. So I'm excited that the league did the right thing and the fans did the right thing by not digging him too much for missing time and putting him in the Pro Bowl. The last two players I'll talk about that I'm happy they got in are both quarterbacks in the NFC. And they're both quarterbacks that guys that that fans, media, even their own teams to a certain extent didn't believe in coming into the season. And that's Jalen Hurts and Geno Smith. Two players that, by the time we're recording end of season podcast could be walking away with MVP of the league in Jalen and Comeback Player of the Year in Geno Smith. But I think they've both been a really good example this year of pushing through and not letting what other people think about you deter you. You look at Geno Smith's career. Was supposed to be a top pick. Fell in the draft. Goes to a bad situation, has a rough start to his career, bounces around from team to team, was signed as a backup in Seattle. Finally, gets another chance to be a full-time starter, and he's made the most of it. Now, it looks like Seattle might not end up making the playoffs, which certainly hurts the Geno Smith bounce-back story, but he's been really good this year for Seattle. I hesitate to say great, but I'm happy to see him getting the recognition that he deserves from playing well. Again, when talking about Sauce Gardner, these awards or these Pro Bowl spots can sometimes just be, oh, well, this guy gets in because he's so-and-so, and and that's his name. Geno Smith is not there yet. Geno Smith earned this Pro Bowl nod, it's the same with Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen has obviously been better this year than Gino. Jalen has a bigger name than Gino, But ultimately, he's still a second-year starter that's a young player. And I think what's cool about him getting voted in is it shows how much the fans not only appreciate him, but the fact that he's won over so many people. You look at him going from Alabama to Oklahoma, benched at Alabama, at Oklahoma had a really, really great final year, didn't win the Heisman. Comes to Philadelphia, drafted to be a Backup. You know, is is not supposed to play over Carson Wentz, but he wins that job over, wins the locker room over, wins the city over, and I think now you could argue Jalen is becoming one of the faces of the league. His personality it doesn't exactly uh, he's, he doesn't give crazy quotes, he doesn't show a ton of emotion but he's someone people can look up to. I think he has a great personality and he plays an important position at an important market. So having him be the starting quarterback on the NFC, I think is really cool. And it's a great underdog story of what happens if you just push through and don't let you know things deter you from getting where you want to go. All right, the five players I think were Pro Bowl snubs this year. I'll start with someone that used to be Jalen Hurts' teammate, and that's Tua. Tua has been arguably a top-three quarterback all season. Certainly, there's been a lot of great quarterbacking play, so you could debate if he's been top three. But you look at the games he's played, and you take away the games where he missed, where he was sidelined with a concussion – He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and the Dolphins have been one of the best teams in the league. And for what it's worth, he was the top vote-getter among all NFL players. I understand that the fans should not 100% decide who gets in and who doesn't because you don't just want them you know, stuffing the box for some rando that doesn't deserve to get in. But if you're the top vote-getter and you're having that type of year at that type of position on a team like the Miami Dolphins, you should be in. Now, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Who do you take out? I understand that for Tua, this is the case of a stacked position where it's going to be hard to get in, but he's the top vote getter. The NFL has to figure out a way where if you're going to make this an event, the fans want to watch. If you're going to make this event where fans feel they have an impact who's playing, how can you not put the guy who got more votes than anybody else on the team especially when he's having a great year like I said if it's some rando player that doesn't deserve it okay fine but if you're the top vote getter you should be in the game if I had to pick who I would take him out over it would probably be probably be Burrow just because he did have a slow start to the year Josh Allen currently has his team at number one I think Burrow has arguably played better than Allen this year but I think it would probably be be Allen Oh no, it would probably be Burrow for me like I said I would take Burrow out and put Tua in the second snub for me is Christian McCaffrey, San Francisco 49ers, obviously traded halfway through the year. If you look at all-purpose yards among NFC running backs, so all-purpose yards just in the running backs and in the NFC, Christian McCaffrey, 1,575, Saquon Barkley, 1,464 yards, Tony Pollard, 1,279 yards, Miles Sanders, 1,182 yards. Barkley got in, Pollard got in, Sanders got in. McCaffrey has more total yards than all of them and did not get in. I think this is a bit of a case of the fact that he played for an irrelevant team early in the year, got traded, and I actually think he's flown a little bit under the radar in San Francisco. He's been really good for them, and he's fifth this year in NFL in total scrimmage yards. So I think he deserves to get in. I mean, when you look at the guys he got in over, I'm happy Tony Pollard made it. He's been kind of a I don't want to say career backup because he's a big part of that, but you know clearly he's not Ezekiel Elliott, so it's it's cool that he got in. Saquon coming back from what he's been through, cool that he got in. Miles Sanders contract year, you know playing behind a great line in Philadelphia has taken advantage of it. Happy for him that he got in, but if he, if McCaffrey has more total yards than all of them. I don't see how those guys should be in over him, especially when McCaffrey has overcome some things too, and is certainly an exciting player that that fans like. And no, this isn't some nobody that's come out of nowhere. He has a big name. He plays for a big team. He's an exciting player. I'm really surprised that he didn't get in considering his numbers. The other running back I think got snubbed is Austin Eckler of the uh, of the Chargers. Tied for the NFL lead in 14 total touches. I think kind of like Burrow, he got off to a slow start and that ended up hurting him. Now Burrow ended up getting in, but Eckler has been awesome for the Chargers recently. He's that same dynamic threat. He's always been on the ground and in the passing game. Uh, One of the most explosive running backs in the league. One of the most versatile running backs in the league. And again, tied for the NFL lead in 14 total touchdowns. So when you're putting up that type of numbers, when you're this versatile, when you're this good, and you're going to be tied for the NFL lead in touchdowns, I think he probably should have got in Um, another one who not a huge snub, but I think probably deserved to get in is Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. And that's not somebody I would have said before the year had any chance of making the Pro Bowl, Uh, but he's had that kind of year and I would put him in Over Kirk Cousins, if you look at the ESPN quarterback rating, he's 10 points better than him. His offense is better than the Vikings offense, even though Kirk Cousins has way more talent on that offense than Jared Goff does, just Justin Jefferson alone. And I know this shouldn't be the deciding factor for the Pro Bowl, but Goff did beat Kirk Cousins last time they played. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. The Lions are playing better than the Vikings are now. And I think, actually, you could replace Kirk Cousins on that team easier in a way than you could replace Jared Goff. I think Kirk Cousins has more talent around him. Goff, you know, unless and when he was with the Rams, it's funny you would think he's a product of the coaching, he's a product of the system, he's a product of the roster. Well, you know, I'll give the Lions' coaching credit, and clearly are doing a good job, and they're not devoid of talent there by any stretch. But he certainly is not surrounded by an all all star cast of people. So for him to do what he's doing in Detroit with a defense that has struggled throughout the year, has played better, but has struggled most of the year, I think he deserves a Pro Bowl snub. The last one, and they got the most Pro Bowl nods in the league. So it's hard to feel bad for the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think they have a few players that have a legitimate gripe of they should have made the Pro Bowl. Javon Hargrave, 10 sacks for a defensive tackle. That's an insane amount of snaps, um, sacks. He should have gotten in. James Bradbury, their number two cornerback, 14 pass deflections this year, second most in the NFL. Quarterbacks have a pass rating of just 48.2 when they target him. That's the best in the NFL. I think he's been overshadowed a little bit by Darius Slay, but he's been outstanding this year for the Eagles. Chauncey Gardner Johnson hasn't been playing the last few games with the Lacerated Kidney, but he still leads the NFL with six interceptions. So the Eagles, when you're 13-1, and one, when your offense is top three in the league, when your defense is arguably top three, at worst top five, there's going to be a lot of players that deserve to get in. So even though they got eight, I think they probably could have had more, and I think there, those three players have a strong, strong argument for having should have made the team. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button, and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys on Saturday.